Welcome to Time of Restoration Broadcast. We are so happy that you have tuned in and pray that something will be said to bless you, encourage your heart, lift your spirit, and increase your faith. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. For this is the day that the Lord hath made, and we shall rejoice and be glad in this day. A day that has been given us the opportunity to exalt the very name of Almighty God, to be thankful, a day to be hopeful <laughs> because of God Almighty. We just thank God for our last night lying down. And when we woke up this morning, we were clothed and in our right minds. Just imagine those that woke up this morning in confusion, not knowing who they were, where they were. But thank God, we that had a sound mind and had and the mind of Christ woke up clothed and in our right minds. Today, uh, I just want to also announce that if you're not doing anything tomorrow evening, which is the 22nd, we'll be having our evangelistic service starting at 7 p.m., we are located 403 Andrews Road in Sickleville, New Jersey. If you know someone that might be sick, send sick, physical sick, bring them out so that they can be blessed, delivered, and set free. We had a, a glorious time on Saturday at our Coming Together, Doing Life Together bank uh, uh event. <laughs> it was like a banquet, but it was uh, a blessing. We enjoyed ourselves and the Lord blessed in a mighty way. So tonight, uh, I would like to start out by reading Psalms 5. This was a Psalms of David, and I will be reading it in the New Living Translation. And it says, O Lord, Hear me as I pray. Pay attention to my groaning. Listen to my cry for help, my King and my God. For I pray to no one but you. Listen to my voice in the morning, Lord. Each morning I bring my request to you and wait expectantly. O oh God, you take no pleasure in wickedness. You cannot tolerate the sins of the wicked. Therefore, the proud may not stand in your presence. For you hate all who do evil. You will destroy those who tell lies. The Lord detests murderers and deceivers. 
Because of your unfailing love, I can enter your house. I will worship at your temple with deepest awe. Lead me in the right path, O Lord, or my enemies will conquer me. Make your way plain for me to follow. My enemies cannot speak a truthful word. Their deepest desire is to destroy others. Their talk is foul, like the stench from an open grave. Their tongues are filled with flattery. O God, declare them guilty. Let them be caught in their own traps. Drive them away because of their many sins, for they have rebelled against you. But let all who take refuge in you rejoice. Let them sing a joyful praises. Let them sing joyful praises forever. Spread your protection over them that all who love your name may be filled with joy. For you bless the godly, O Lord. You surround them with your shield of love. What an awesome psalm. It's, it's, it's a psalm of David, and he's asking that the Lord will hear him when he pray. One way to grow in a close relationship with God is to pray to him earnestly each morning. <laughs> and these were the notes of the commentator to this particular Psalms. It says one way to grow in a close relationship with God is to pray to him earnestly each morning. It says in the morning before our minds become jumbled with problems. We can commit the whole day to God. It says regular communication helps in a relationship and it certainly builds a stronger relationship with God. So talk to God regularly and honestly. Start doing so as soon as you wake up in the morning. He is interested even in your groaning. Do you have a time or do you have a time to pray and read God's word each day? You know, we have to really set the time that we're going to meet God. And before our feet hit the floor, we should be giving thanks to God. God cannot condone or excuse even the smallest sin. Therefore, we cannot excuse ourselves for sinning, even a little. As we grow spiritually, our sensitivity to sin increases. What is your reaction to sin in your life? Are you insensitive, unconcerned, disappointed, or comfortable? As God makes us aware of sin, we must be intolerant toward it and be willing to change. All believers should strive to be more tolerant of people, but less tolerant 
of the sin in themselves and others. How do we enter God's presence? If we waited until we were sinless and perfect, we would never go in. God's faithful love opens the door for us. Without his mercy and kindness, we'll be unfit to approach him. Each day, ask him to fill you with joy inwardly and surround you with his love outwardly. Then you will be able to approach him boldly. When David was in trouble, because his enemies were lying about him, he prayed confident that God's love would not only console him, but also defend and shield him. We often make the mistake of thinking of love only in terms of gentleness. But God's love is also strong enough to defeat any enemy. So yes, God loves us. But God doesn't love sin. <laughs> he's a God of love and he's a God of justice. So we thank God that when we pray, he does hear our prayers. And we thank God for the fact that he hears our prayers. There's a scripture that says, you know, let your request be made known unto God, you know, with thanksgiving. Let your request be made known unto him. We're yet doing the teaching on we are the light of the world. And our scripture text is coming from Matthew chapter 5, verses 13 through 16. Ye are the salt of the earth. But if the salt have lost his savor, wherewith shall it be salted? It is thenceforth good for nothing, but to be cast out and to be trodden under foot of men. Ye are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick and it giveth light unto all that are in the house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. Father God, I just thank you today for the opportunity to come before your throne room with boldness and not with timidity. Lord, I thank you, God, that the veil has been rented from top to bottom. We now have access to enter in into the most holy of holies to give you praise, to give you thanksgiving, to honor you. 
God, today we're lifting up leaders of nations everywhere. We are praying for our president, our local mayors and governors. We are praying for leaders of churches. We are praying today for the body of Christ that you would unite us and continually to make us one. Lord, I am praying for the lost, for the alcoholic, the drug addicted, to the one that is disillusioned. God, change hearts and minds and desires. We are praying for the elderly. We are praying against the spirit of abortion. We are praying against the spirit of suicide and the spirit of depression. People shall live and not die and declare the works of the Lord. Lord, I'm praying that your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. We are praying for those that are on our prayer list. God, we are praying, oh God, for Jill today. We are praying for Nina. We are praying for Tasha. We are praying for Secura. Oh God, we are praying, oh God, for Chelsea, or Chelsea, I believe Chelsea. Lord, but all those that are sick, those that need jobs, those that need healing, whatever the condition, God, we are standing in the gap for them. Lord, we are praying today, we are praying to the Lord of the harvest that you would raise up laborers. We are praying for our local church, Restoration Christian Fellowship Church. Let our light, our church continue to be a lighthouse, a beacon in the community. We are praying for our assistant pastor, his wife, oh God, and his family. We are praying for every member of the church, our daycare, our staff, oh God, the parents, the parents, oh God, of our students. And Lord, we are praying that your kingdom come, your will be done. And we are asking, oh God, that you will let the words of my mouth, the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord and my Redeemer. In Jesus' name I pray, amen and amen. Tonight, um, as we start talking about uh, being the light of the world, it says, Ye are the salt of the earth, but if the salt have lost his savor, wherewith shall it be salted? And, you know, when, when a person begins to lose the salt, that is dealing with backsliding. And when a person begins to backslide, there's a verse uh, that says in Proverbs 14 and 14. Proverbs 14 and 14. It says, The backslider in heart shall be filled with his own ways. And a good man shall be satisfied. 
from himself. So it looks like a good man is satisfied from himself, but the backslider is absorbed in himself. So we want to make sure it says the backslider in heart shall be filled with his own ways. And a good man shall be satisfied from himself. When we are caught up in ourselves, we will find ourselves quickly backsliding. Because all we want to do is please self. And when you start walking in the flesh, and not after the spirit, or not in the spirit, you will find out that you are more conscious of satisfying what the flesh wants rather than yielding to what the spirit wants. We are the light of the world. And when you find yourself wanting to satisfy yourself, and, and the Bible says to be carnally minded is death. So when you start concentrating on your ways, what you want, what you desire, what you need or think you need, you're going to find yourself losing the seasoning. The salt have lost its savor. Wherewith shall it be salted? Once you lose your savor, it says, it is thenceforth good for nothing but to be cast out and to be trodden under foot of men. So don't lose your light. Don't let your light go out due to backsliding, being, to, being caught up in your ways of what the enemy has made you think you need. Just continually to walk in the spirit and not in the flesh. Because you do not want to walk in a backslidden way. Because when you do, your light gets dimmer and dimmer until it goes out. <laughs> and once it goes out, because you are the salt, we are the salt, we are the light. And once the salt has lost its savor, and once the light goes out, it is thenceforth good for nothing. So we want our lights to shine before men. In Acts 13, verse 14, it says, For so the Lord has commanded us, I have set you as a light to the Gentiles, that you should be for salvation 
to the ends of the earth. Well, that's why the Jews were a chosen people to be able to set as a light to the Gentiles. That you should be for salvation to the ends of the earth. But can you imagine Jesus came to his own and his own received him not. And because they did not receive him. I mean, I was thinking about Paul, how Paul was preaching, how he was sent to the Gentiles. He was raised for the purpose to go to the Gentiles. He went to his own first too. He went to the Jews, but they did not want to receive Jesus. But they were chosen to set as light to the Gentiles. John 1 and 9 says, The true light who gives light to every man was coming into the world. The true light who gives light to every man was coming into the world. Also, I'm reminded of John the Baptist when he made the comment, you know, he was the forerunner of Christ. And he says, I am not the light, but I'm the one that's coming, you know, to introduce you to the light. Okay, we're going to read another scripture in light of us being the light of the world. Romans 12, 13 and 12 says, The night is nearly over. The day is, is almost here. So let us put aside the deeds of darkness and put on the armor of light. <laughs> it's time to dress up and put on the armor of light. The night is nearly over. The day is almost here. So let us put aside the deeds of darkness and put on the armor of light. Don't get absorbed in your ways that leads to backsliding. But trust God and stand on his word that says he's able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory. Unto him that is able to keep you from falling And to present you faultless before the presence of his glory. God is able to keep you if you want to be kept. God is able to keep you if you want to be kept. He's able to keep you from falling. That's how much he loves us. That's how much he cares for us. Because now we are walking in 
the newness of life as believers, as Christians being the light of the world, to be the light of the world, we're walking in the newness of life. And that life is in the light of Jesus Christ. What fellowship has light with darkness? We can't run with people who are in darkness. We are no longer in the darkness. It doesn't mean that you don't love them, pray with them, and sometimes we'll be in that presence. But just running butters with people who are in the darkness, if you're not persuading them, they're going to end up persuading you. And sometimes that's when the backsliding starts. Because sometimes people are persuading you to leave your relationship and your walk with God. So tonight we just want you to be encouraged. If you're out there and you've been absorbed in yourself and you find yourself backsliding, and backsliding doesn't happen, it's, it's a process. You, you start going to church less, you start praying less, you start reading the Bible less, and before you know it, you have lost your way. So be encouraged. Don't get in, absorbed within yourself and all the things you think that the devil is telling you that you need, but trust God. So if you're out there tonight and, and you've never accepted Jesus as your personal Savior, would like to lead you in a prayer of salvation. Just pray this prayer after me. Believe it in your heart as you pray it. Father God, I confess that I am a sinner in need of a Savior. Jesus, come and live on the inside of me. Fill me with your Holy Spirit and write my name in the Lamb's Book of Life. Be my Lord, my Master, my Savior, and my friend. To the backslider, all you have to do is repent, confess the sins the fact that you've fallen short and missed the mark and ask God to restore unto you the joy of his salvation and come home. So if you prayed the prayer of salvation and if you prayed the prayer asking God to restore the joy of his salvation unto you, let someone know. Tell someone that you accepted Jesus as your personal Savior. Let your friends know. Let your parents know if they are alive. Let your siblings know. Let your co-workers know. Just let someone know what you have done. Hallelujah. The best decision you could have made today was to have accepted Jesus as your personal Savior. And to the backslider as well, let someone know 
let your, your parents know let your loved ones know let them know I'm coming home because Abba Father is waiting for you whatever you do always remember to tell someone about Jesus because Jesus is Lord